Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Inside, oh God, it says that. By your stripes, we are healed. And we thank you, Lord God, and we believe today, oh God, that nothing will separate us from your love. So as we stand in your presence, oh God, as we assemble today, oh God, because of your will, we thank you. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening, and we hear, and we obey. And Father, before we end this prayer, God, we just want to come with a heart of repentance today, O oh God. Father, we ask that you search our hearts today, O oh God. Bring to our remembrance, O oh God, anything, O oh God, that has caused us to be angry, anything that has caused us, O oh God, to be out of your will. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you restore us, O oh God, and you renew us in our minds. Father, as we come to hear your word, O oh God, we pray, Father God, that you will allow us to empty ourselves out before you that nothing will hinder us, O oh God, from moving forward in your word. We thank you for each and every blessing, O oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for just doing great and mighty things in our lives. We thank you, Lord God, for answering our prayers. We thank you, Lord God, for just the freedom, O oh God, in you. Thank you for being an awesome God today. Awesome God, you are God. Thank you for our families today. Thank you for husbands and wives today. Even thank you for our enemies on today. Oh, bless God today. Father, let this day be a day, oh God, that you get all the glory. And we praise and magnify you, oh God. And Father, we ask for God that you move us out of the way today. Father, we want people to see Christ. Father God, so right now, God, however you choose to use us, oh God, we say yes. Use us in any way, oh God, and use us how you desire to use us, oh God. So we come today saying that we are available, oh God, to be used in the Master's hand in any way, Father God, that you speak into our lives, oh God. We thank you for our assignments, oh God, and we thank you for new directions. We thank you, Lord God, for how, Father God, you're going to open up doors, oh God, in this season. Oh God, we just bless your holy name today. Thank you, oh God, today, oh God, for giving us, oh God, a new way, oh God. Father, we ask for wisdom today. We thank you, Lord God, for just speaking to us and giving us, oh God, a way, Father God, out of no way. Father God, you're great and you're worthy to be praised. Father, we just thank you right now, Lord God, for our children today. Father, continue, oh God, to direct them in the pathway of righteousness. 
continue, oh God, to meet the needs, oh God, of every home today. And this we say, hallelujah, and glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we give your name all the praise, all the glory, and all of the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray. Amen, amen, and praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Bless the hallelujah, magnificent, glorious name of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Praise God for, we thank God for this day. Amen. Praise God. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in. Amen. Praise God. Go ahead and share this broadcast. Amen. Go ahead and share, 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 share this broadcast this morning. Invite somebody to fellowship. Amen. Praise God. Here uh, with us here at the Message of Christ Church. Amen. Praise God. This is our Bible study time for today. We, we ask you to please invite others to come and share with us today the Holy Word of God. Amen. As you are inviting people, I'm just going to go ahead and give a few announcements as you are inviting people to the broadcast. Amen. Praise God. Um, first thing I want to do is just give you our weekly schedule. Amen. Praise God. We are here on our broadcast line. Um, every week we are here Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. on a 6 a.m. Mega Prayer. Amen. So please invite others to come back and join us here on our 6 a.m. Mega Prayer. Amen. Praise God. And we also invite you to join us every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. on our Miracle Monday broadcast. Amen. Right here on this very same teleconference line. Monday at 7 o'clock p.m., Miracle Monday. And also we're here every Sunday at 8 o'clock a.m. for Sunday Bible study. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, we want to also invite you to our times of fellowship. If you would like to meet with us in our fellowship times, amen. Praise God. Our main services are every third Saturday, every third Saturday we are right here in our fellowship time, and you can meet us at the Austin Library, amen, on this third Saturday, amen, praise God, and the address is 5724 West North Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. That's in the um, area of North Avenue and Central, amen, praise God, and the time will be 1130 a.m. to 2 o'clock p.m., so mark your calendar, save the date. Come on out of fellowship with us every third Saturday. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We would love to have you fellowship with us. We would love to meet you. We would love to have you fellowship and worship with us. And amen. Praise God. Enjoy the word of God with us. Amen. Praise God. And every fourth uh, Saturday, amen. Praise God. We have a fellowship time at our Guest Plains uh, location. Amen. Praise God. So please call us for the address. Amen, of our Death Plains address, if you would love to fellowship with us on the third Saturday or the fourth Saturday of the month. That's our ministry times. Amen, praise God. The Death Plains fellowship time will be at 3 o'clock p.m. Amen, praise God, to about 7 o'clock p.m. So come on out, amen, and join us. If you need more information about uh, those two dates, 
Amen. You can call us at 773-609-2071. We would love to have you fellowship with us on our time. Amen. Praise God of the month that we come together. Amen. To share the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And don't forget, go to our website. Amen. Praise God. And um, join us. Amen. On the website, I'm going to be doing more live streaming on the website. And if you would like to get a following notification, amen, praise God, of the dates and times that we will be on the uh, broadcast, you can go to the website and you can sign up for follow me. Amen. If you desire to... How do we get more live streaming on the website? And if you would like to get a following notification, amen, praise God, of the dates and times that we will be on the uh, broadcast, you can go to the website and you can sign up for follow me. Amen. If you desire to follow me on the website, amen, praise God, please go to the website and fill out the form. Amen, praise God, and you will get a notification when we are doing our main teleconference time. Amen. Praise God, praise God. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, glory to God, and good morning to everyone once again. Amen, glory to God. We are here on the broadcast for our Bible study time. Amen, and thank you for sharing. And let us begin to get into the word of God. How many know that we need a word from the Lord? We cannot make it without a word from the Lord. I am Sylvia Staples, your host for today. Amen, praise God, and thank you for inviting friends and family to the broadcast. Amen. We're going to go today to the book of Acts. Amen, Acts, the third chapter. Amen. Acts the third chapter. Acts the third chapter, verse 11 through 21. Amen. Praise God. Acts the third chapter, verse 11 through 21. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Acts the third chapter, verse 11 through 21. Amen. 
Glory to God. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Acts the third chapter. I'm going to allow you a few minutes, amen, to get to Acts the third chapter. Amen. Glory to God. I pray that everybody's having a blessed and wonderful morning. Amen. We have had an awesome weekend here. Amen. The weather has been wonderful. I pray that God has blessed everyone to enjoy. Amen. The weekend. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And so we're going to go ahead. Amen. And we're going to look at Acts, the third chapter. As I am pulling it up on my tablet, we're going to begin reading Acts, the third chapter, verse 11 through 21. And the word of the Lord says, As a lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered to the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son, Jesus, whom he delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God has raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. 16th verse. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Ye the faith, which is by him, has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I want that through ignorance ye did it, as did also your rulers. But those things which God before had shown by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he has so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come in the presence of the Lord. And ye shall see sin, Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. 21st verse. Whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Amen. Praise God. Our key scripture is going to be coming from verse 16. I'm going to go ahead and read that again. Acts, the third chapter. Verse 16 is going to be our key verse for our Bible study. And it reads, 
his name through faith, in his name, has made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And the word of the Lord is already blessed. I have read to you Acts, the third chapter, verse 11 through 21. Acts, the third chapter, verse 11 through 21. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, God, amen, praise God, is speaking to us today. Amen, praise God, from the book of Acts. And our theme for today is faith in Jesus. Faith in Jesus. There are a lot of miracles that are going to happen in this season. A lot of miraculous, powerful things are going to take place. But you need to know that what your eyes are going to see and the miracles that you are going to experience in your life is simply because of faith in Jesus, the supernatural belief in our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. What you are about to see, the Bible says, your eyes have not seen and your ears have not heard the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Your eyes and your ears are about to witness some things that the enemy tried to stop, block, and move out of your life. But because of one word, faith, because of faith in who? Christ Jesus. You are getting ready to behold the glory of God. Now understand that what you are about to receive and you are about to see is not because of man, is not because of money, it's not because of a building. It's not because of a church name. But it's simply because of the faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Faith in Jesus. Faith in his name. You're going to be able to witness the dead being raised. Those that the doctor has said, I can't do nothing else for you. Glory to God. You're going to see bad reports turn around and become good reports. You're going to see homes that have been dysfunctional and torn apart by the enemy began to come together and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And this is only going to happen through the faith in Jesus. You're going to see people that have been down for years, lives that have been broken down into nothing, 
and folks have counted them out. But because of faith in Jesus, glory to God. All callers are unmuted. To see miraculous healing. Miraculous healing. All callers are muted. Glory to God. Now, we're going to look at Acts, the third chapter. Glory, glory, hallelujah. I'm telling you, somebody is getting ready to witness the anointing and the supernatural power of God upon your life, upon your family, upon your health, upon your mind, upon your finances, upon your life, upon your children. Glory to God. My, my goodness. You're getting ready to see something supernatural turn around. But I don't want you to give any glory to me. But I want you to give all glory and honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. All glory belongs to God. And I'm telling you that we are in a season where your faith is about to make you whole. Glory to God. The book of Acts. What do we know about the book of Acts? A very powerful book. The very first book in the New Testament. I'm sorry, after the four Gospels, not the very first book. But right after our four Gospels becomes the book of Acts. Um, it has been said that Luke wrote the book of Acts, and he was also one of the writers of our four Gospels. Luke was a doctor. Glory to God. Luke was known for traveling with the Apostle Paul on his missionary journeys. Luke wrote about the truth of God's word. As Luke was traveling with Paul, he would write about the things that he had encountered. So as he wrote the book of Acts, he was confronting false stories about the Christianity. The people in the book of Acts were very afraid that the Christians were trying to make trouble. That's just how confused the enemy had gotten in mind. So here in the book of Acts, Luke is speaking to the Roman rulers about the truth of God. 
he wanted to give them information on how they needed to behave and walk, amen, in the life of Christ. He spoke to the Roman government about who Jesus was. Luke also wrote about many miracles. That's what I love about Luke. He identified with the miracles of God. He talked about how such miracles came and rested upon the people, the power of God, and how it cured the people. He talked about miracles such as how Peter was released from prison. That was a miracle. Somebody has family members in prison, and I'm telling you, this is miracle season. I just feel the spirit of miracle upon somebody's family. God is not looking at whether a person was guilty or whether a person was innocent right now. But his miracle power works in our lives for a purpose. And so I do believe that the same miracle that fell upon Peter can fall upon your sons and your daughters and your family members that are locked up behind prison bars in this season. So there were many, many miracles. Amen. He wanted to show the Jews that the Christian faith was not a separate religion. Instead, it made Judaism complete because Jesus was the Messiah. So he wanted to travel and share the good news about Jesus. From He came from Jerusalem and he went to Rome. So Rome was considered a very important city. So Luke showed that the gospel was for everybody in every nation. It was for the Jews as well as for the Gentiles. So as we look at the book of Acts, amen, praise God, as the church is beginning to be formed at this particular time, as we go to the third chapter of Acts, we began to see that the apostles were beginning to do miracles. This, I'm telling you, this lesson is not just for us to read as another Bible study. But I need you to really hear and I, I need you to really see what's getting ready to happen in our lives. God's getting ready to use you for his glory. He's getting ready to work a miracle through you. The gifts that is up on you are not just for vain glory. They're not just for you to say that you have a gift. But God is getting ready to use those gifts in you to perform a miracle. I believe and I speak over you right now that in your hands there is healing 
miracle power. Within your mouth, there is the power of death and life upon your tongue to speak life upon somebody, to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The very presence of your anointing is getting ready to bring miracles into places where you're going to enter into. My God, I feel the Holy Spirit moving. I feel that because of what we're getting ready to go into, the season of greater works, yes, God is getting ready to move us into a new season of greater works. Greater things shall you do in the name of Jesus, and I believe it. Amen. Glory to God. So he's preparing us now. Don't take the glory for what I'm getting ready to do because it's it's so easy once God begins to start doing miracle after miracle after miracle, breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. When he begins to change lives before our very eyes, the enemy has a way of coming in and making us arrogant and prideful and, and self-glory. But stay humble and remain humble because it's because of your humbleness that you're going to receive more of the Lord and not take the glory for what God's getting ready to do in your life. Glory, hallelujah. So the apostles did many miracles. They did many miracles. And so here in um, the third chapter, Luke is describing a miracle that God did through his apostles. And the thing about these miracles is they were done in open public places. And I believe that this is the season that God is going to work miracles in the very presence of your enemies, in the very presence of crowds of people, in the very presence of those that are witnessing the move of God. Miracles are done to strengthen the faith of others or even yourself. So when God begins to do a season of miracles, it is because the faith needs to be strengthened. So it's important that you have faith in this season as these things are seen so that you begin to come into fellowship with God in a deeper way. He did these miracles because the Romans were lacking in faith. They did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. So even after he was resurrected, his anointing rested upon those that were saved, his apostles. And so he continued to work faith through them in order to get the Roman citizens to believe. So God does miracles not just because um, he just wants to just walk around and just raise people from the dead. He does it because he needs to get somebody's attention. He needs somebody around you to see 
that he is still Lord, that he is yet still able to do. And so he doesn't does it just to show you off and just so you can walk around and say that God used you to heal somebody or God used you to raise somebody up out of a bad situation. God used you to turn somebody's life around. Amen. Glory to God. We're just instruments. We're just um, we're just being used. We're just uh, being available for God to work through us. Amen. So take no glory again for what God's getting ready to do. So the apostles were walking in what we call new faith. They had just began to walk without Jesus. Amen. Praise God. So they were walking in new faith. Amen. Praise God. They um, remained loyal to um, the Jews. Amen. So they were as we begin to look back, amen, because we started reading like in the 11th verse, but I just want to go back and I just want to talk a little bit about what happened before we got to um, our lesson here. Um, they they were going for a time of prayer, so you want to make sure that you continue to do um, whatever it is that you have been doing. Sometimes we stop praying, we stop fasting, we stop believing, but the disciples uh, and the apostles had a lifestyle of traditional praying. They would go to the temple at certain times of the day and they would pray. So they would pray together. They prayed in the morning and they prayed in the noon, noontime, amen, and they prayed in the afternoon. They were devout and devoted to those times of prayer, amen. Praise God. So, um, when they went to the temple, there would be poor and sick people that would oftentimes wait at the entrance of the temple of God. They didn't have enough strength to go in, and so they would lay there, amen, at, at the uh, entrance, amen, and they would ask for money, amen. They were poor people, amen, praise God. So this was a custom, you know, just like today. We, um, as we are out and about, you're going to encounter people that are maybe lying around or standing around, and they are uh, homeless or poor, and they are in the need, amen, praise God, of things in their lives, amen, praise God. So they are looking for money and food and shelter, amen, praise God. And they're looking for jobs, amen. You'll see sometimes people with signs that are standing out saying job needed or money needed, and so they were asked for money. It was a custom. So um, people sometimes would bless them with with money or whatever they were asking for. Um, This was called the beautiful gate. One of the gates of the temple was called the beautiful gate. Uh, This gate, amen, praise God, um, it said, as I was reading, that the temple had about nine gates in, the, in total. Amen. Praise God. So it was a pretty big temple. Amen. A pretty big worship place. Amen. That they would go to and worship. Amen. Praise God. It had a beautiful bronze gate. Amen. Praise God. And um, it was called the beautiful gate. Amen. So here in the third um, chapter, Peter and John were going, amen, praise God, to worship and um Peter looked over and he saw a particular man. There were 
a lot more people laying out there, but Peter began to look at this particular man. Um, I'm telling you, God is going to draw you to a particular individual. Your eyes, amen, praise God, are going to be moved. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you to particular people in this season, I believe that God is going to fix your eyes upon a circumstance or a situation or upon an individual that is in the divine need of being healed. Healed Healing does not only mean that they need a physical healing. There are people that uh, need, need spiritual healings. There are people that need to be emotionally healed. They've been emotionally damaged and battered. Amen. Praise God. Uh, psychologically, their minds, amen, praise God, have been abused. Amen. Their spirit has been broken. Amen. They have been damaged. Amen. And so God is uh, orchestrating and uh, moving your eyes. And so that's why God is anointing your eyes in this season. Amen. Praise God as you walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Praise God to uh, certain assignments in this season that you are probably uh, not uh, expecting. Amen, praise God. You might be going to your uh, regular uh, times of of duties or engagements or whatever you're doing, but in the midst of that, you're going to encounter something or someone that God is going to direct you to that you are going to be able to be used in, amen, bringing forth a miracle. How many are excited about that? Peter and... um, the one that he went to the temple with, amen, praise God. Um, as he went to the temple, they went there daily. And I'm sure that these people were laid around, amen, praise God, at this gate, amen, praise God, daily. Amen, praise God. But this one particular time, how many knows that God has a timing and a season for you to see somebody that you've been seeing all, all the time? They've been there, but God did not open up your eyes. Amen, praise God, to assist them at the time. Amen, praise God. But so now, amen, Peter and John, amen, praise God, as they were going to the temple, amen, God directed um, Peter's eyes upon a man. Amen, Peter told him to look at them. Amen, praise God. Um, And so surely when the man was told to look at them, Peter said, look at me. Amen, glory to God, hallelujah. This man thought that Peter was going to give him money. See, miracles, sometimes you got to give people what they need and not what they want. It's a difference. Amen, praise God. And I'm not, I'm not going to break it down right now, but there is a difference. Amen, praise God. Sometimes, amen, praise God, we're giving people, amen, praise God, uh, what um, they want. Amen, because at that time, they are uh, not looking in spiritual uh, circumstances. They're not looking at their lives in a spiritual way. Uh, This person uh, possibly does not even know God, so they don't even know to ask for things such as salvation and uh, to ask for things such as healing uh, of their spirit, man. They are looking for the things that they are familiar with and the things that they feel that would make their lives better, amen, at the time. And no doubt, amen, praise God, this person uh, was limited in finances and clothes and shelter, 
and didn't have, you know, the necessary uh, natural things that was needed. So because of the spirit that this man had, this lame man, he didn't know to ask for Jesus. He didn't know that asking for Jesus would make his life better. He just knew that every day he needed food and shelter to survive. Amen. Praise God. And so every day he kept coming back asking for the same thing because he was not fixing his problem. It was just temporary. He was getting temporary things, amen, to keep him coming back to temporary uh, things to uh, in his life. So Peter said, look at me. Amen. Praise God. And uh, Peter gave him something much better than food. Amen. Praise God. It's good to meet the natural uh, things in people's lives, and that's good, but sometimes, Amen. Praise God to stop them from um, just getting temporary things in their lives. We need to look a little bit further. And when God opens our eyes and put our eyes on a certain individual or a certain circumstance, he's going to give you what, what needs to be fixed in that person's life. He's going to give you the word. He's going to give you, amen, praise God, uh, the spiritual insight of what to give them, what to say to them and how to direct them. He's not going to let you just continue to give them natural things, amen, that will only take care of the natural part of their lives. But sometimes people's lives never become to a place where they are perfected and fixed because they're only they're only getting a part of their lives. They will only keep them into temporary uh, places, amen, praise God. And so sometimes. Amen. Praise God. So um, it's like sometimes um, we experience people that constantly keep asking for prayer in a certain area year after year after year after year after year. They get no better. They keep doing the same thing. It's just like they're laying right there at, at the at the temple, but they never come in. They never get into the holies of holies. They keep laying there asking somebody for uh, assistance and help. But if you don't stop and begin to start teaching people, amen, praise God, and start leading people and trying to develop people, they're going to keep asking for the same thing. They're going to keep asking for you to help them in prayer. Keep asking you to pray for them and assist them. It's the reason why I hear the Lord say it's time for you to rise up and get up and begin to walk. As long as people kept assisting this man, amen, and giving him the same thing, he did not develop. He did not get up. And it was a symbolism when Peter said, look at me. He was not saying, look at me and I'm God, but he was directing this man to begin to behold the glory of God. He began to stop him from routine asking of things and people help me and people do this and people uh, um, look at me. Peter said, no, I need you to look at me because within me is the power and the anointing of God. And so Peter began to show this man that he has the power in him for this man to be healed. Amen. Praise God. So he said, stop your asking. Stop your routine religious of laying out here every day asking people to do this and help you and do that. We we go through this year after year after year after year until somebody says, wait a minute, stop I need to help you. I need you to stop this thing of asking people. And I need to give you the way. 
See, it's one thing to give people Jesus and just leave them there. After we get people into a place of being saved, we have to begin to develop them. My God. Hallelujah. So sometimes, amen, praise God, we need to begin to look at what God is showing us in individuals. Amen, praise God. Even in some of the lives of our family members and our children and our husband and our wife, amen, we're giving them, amen, things that are just temporary in their lives or natural things. Amen, praise God. We're not giving them spiritual things. Amen, praise God. We're not offering them Jesus. Amen, praise God. We're not offering them things, amen, that is going to supersede, amen, uh, what they think they need in life. Amen. This man needed a miracle. He needed a miracle. He needed Jesus to come in and heal his spirit. He had a spirit upon him that could not be healed through natural food. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so Peter cured him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Um, This man was cured by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. And and so, you know, I, I just really need to get you to think about this man that was laying there um, at this gate. How many people have we encountered that are just laying and then in a place? And all we keep doing is praying for them. And all we keep doing is going by them and giving them something in the natural. When I hear the Lord saying, don't leave them there. Sometimes prayer, prayer is always good, but sometimes you need to begin to minister to people. Amen. Praise God. Don't just pray for people and leave them there because they're not getting getting into the place where they're supposed to be. They don't understand how to move. So you're just you're saying words over them that makes no sense to them. They're not understanding how do I get up from this place of laying here for years. Just because you're praying for me, I need you sometime to take me by the hand and begin to walk with me, teach me, minister to me, help me. If I knew better, I would do better. Sometimes, amen, praise God, we need to give people understanding of why they are in the place where they are. And so we have preached this message here about Peter, amen, praise God, talking to the man that laid by, amen, praise God, the gate of beautiful for years. And all we keep saying is Peter gave him Jesus, and that's where it stops. It's more to just giving people Jesus. It's more to just saying to people that, oh, I'm going to offer you Jesus now, and you just leave them there, and they continue to just spiritually die. First they were physically dying. Now they're spiritually dying. And so if we're going to break, and I'm going somewhere else with this, if we're going to break generational curses, if we're going to break, amen, praise God, um, the, um, the patterns of seeing people just laying by the gate, it, it, it must be, you must feel some kind of way when you are right there at the gate and you can see everybody else going in. Get it before God. They're walking in 
and they're getting the understanding that they need. But then they come back and they pass you by and you're still laying there with a lack of understanding. This is what this uh, lesson is trying to tell us. There are people that are laying there and all you're doing is praying for them. Your gift is to develop them and not just say, I'm going to pray for you and you need Jesus. To them, that makes no sense. Even people in the church, if you say that to them, depending on where they are, it makes no sense to them. They need instructions through the word of God. How do I get out of this place where I keep getting into bad relationships with men? I'm laying at the gate, but I can't get to the place where I am healed. How do I get out of this situation where my finances are always down and they never come up? I'm laying right here and all people are saying to me, I'm going to pray for you. Prayer is always good, but prayer without wisdom and knowledge will stay there and become dormant. Prayer needs activation. Activation comes from revelation. And so unless you begin to get revelation, you're going to be a walking dead instead of lying down dead. My God, I need somebody to understand this lesson today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, we got to keep, stop repeating, just repeating stories in the Bible. It was a man that laid by the gate. You know, we preach this for years, but we don't give people understanding of why this man was laying there. He represented the sinful state that people lay in when they don't have Jesus, first of all. But then the second part to that is when you offer me Jesus, then you need to walk me through the process and don't just leave me there at the altar. My God. I don't just keep walking by me each and every day, seeing the state that I am in, telling me that you're going to pray for me. First, faith without works is dead. We are entering into a season of works. That means that you're going to have to take somebody by the hand. You're going to have to lead somebody out of something. You're going to have to show somebody the way instead of just saying to them, I'm going to pray for you. See, that's the part that people don't want to do. That's the work. That's the work of the kingdom. How are people going to be developed to be the next entrepreneurs if you don't show them how? If you just say, well, I'm going to pray for you that your business prosper, but you never bring them to any classes to teach them how to, how to operate effectively in the kingdom. How are people going to know how to walk as the next prophet if you never grab them and begin to teach them, amen, the dynamics of prophecy, of how to walk in the office, not just the gift, but the office of prophecy. They are laying by the gate, and they are they're just begging for the wrong things. Give me something just so I can eat, so I can just stay alive naturally. But see, God, see God, that's what I'm saying. God is calling us to a place of works. Glory to God. It's time for us to stop people from just asking for prayer, 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 prayer. It's time to start teaching them, why are you in that place that you keep asking for prayer in? My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
See, see, a lot of people don't don't really like to come to uh, hear this type of word because it requires something of it. It stops you from asking, asking, asking. Because once you run into people that begin to start to uh, give you information, then it requires work on your part. It's easy to lay there and say, pray for me, pray for me. And then the person praying, you think, oh, well, the, the holy power of God is upon them. They're going to pray, and I'm going to get up out of this situation of laying here for years, and I'm going to get up and start walking. That may be true, but you're going to walk up. You're going you're gonna to get up unlearned. You're going to get up, but then where do you go from there when you get up? What do you do when you get up? Yes. There are anointings upon the men and women of God that can speak to you right now, and you can come out of any bad situation that you are in. But then how are you going to continue to progress and go forward, even in school? Amen, praise God. You have to be taught how to go to the next grade. You have to study, amen, praise God, for each level that you go to. They just don't have you to graduate, amen, praise God, to the fifth grade, and they just say, okay, now you're here. You're in the fifth grade. No, they begin to start to teach you for the sixth grade. They don't just leave you there, and you just, you just stay right there. Well, I made it to the fifth grade, and so you're laying right there, and you don't have no understanding of how to move out of the fifth grade to the sixth grade. So you keep laying there, you keep saying, oh, somebody just pray for me that I pass to the sixth grade, instead of somebody taking you and teaching you how to get to the sixth grade. My God, somebody give God some praise on this line. So it is time for us to stop giving people temporary fix. It is time that we began to start developing people. And what I mean by that, even though we have seen a miracle, God's going to use us to work miracles, we need to begin to develop people, teaching them of the truth of God's word that will keep them from, because you can get delivered and you can go back. So the miracles that we're getting ready to see we also need to begin to educate people so that they don't begin to go back into the same sickness that they were brought out of. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, so Peter Peter didn't just heal this man and say, you healed it. He walked away. That's what we do sometimes. We just walk away. But God says, I need you to be more proactive in what I'm getting ready to do. He told this man, stand up. Now, to you, that just means get up out of where you are. You've been laying down and just stand up now. And that shows forth the miracle of God because you were in one position before where you couldn't move, but now all of a sudden you're standing up. God says in order for, for people to begin to stand up, they're going to have something to stand on, and that is a foundation. So you can't leave people after you have uh, been used in their lives. It is a great, and I'm telling you, God. when God says greater works you shall do, we're not just going to perform miracles and just walk away. I believe that God is opening up many doors, and he is um, 
raising up many people in this season for this greater works that we begin to uh, develop people through sound doctrine, through sound teaching, and give them sound understanding. And so that they will not only begin to stand up one time, but it will be a continuation of standing up. Glory to God. So Peter says, stand up. Peter wanted to show the power of God, and he encouraged this man to walk by faith. And so it said immediately that this man's feet and ankles became strong. See, when God does a miracle, I don't care how weak you were. I don't care what the weakness was in your life. Your feet might have been weak. Your ankles might have been weak. Your whole body might have been weak. When this miracle hits you, everything in your, in your, in your body is going to become strong. And it is all because God wants somebody. Your miracle is not for you. But your miracle is because there's somebody around you that does not believe. You might be saying, well, God, everybody in my family that I know about is saved. No, just because they go to church doesn't mean they're saved. And even though because they go to church, their faith needs to be strengthened, there is something that they might be struggling in that they need to see the supernatural power of God work through you. And so God has used you to be an instrument of a miracle. Glory to God. So this man walked up, and not only did he get up, he jumped up. This was a real miracle. He instantly jumped up. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so Luke said that this man jumped up, and he began to start walking. He emphasized that this man's feet and legs were working. Glory to God. Peter had never seen this man walk before. There's some things that you're getting ready to see people do that they never had been able to do before because of the power and the miracle that God's getting ready to do through you. God, I'm telling you, miracle gift, the gift of miracle. There, are, there is a gift called miracle. You can search it in the word of God. Amen. Praise God. There's a gift called miracles that God's getting ready to put upon somebody. There's a gift called healing that God's getting ready to put upon somebody. Jesus, Hallelujah. There's a gift of faith that God's getting ready to put up on somebody. The gift of helps that God's getting ready to put up on. These are all gifts that are getting ready to become in operation in your life. He's anointed you right now. He's confirming it right now. And that's why on my live streaming that I did, amen, praise God, on Facebook Live just on yesterday, it said follow instructions, follow instructions, because God's given somebody instructions because he's getting ready to work and work through the gifts that he's put in you. Follow instructions. He's going to give you directions on which way to go that you will be able to do a miracle in somebody's life. Glory to God. So here we are in our lesson today. Peter had never seen this man walk before, and neither had the people. See, people have not seen you like they're getting ready to see you now. The miracles, ooh, glory to God, hallelujah. Somebody's getting ready to 
My God, God's getting ready to put you on display because people counted you out. The things that people said that you were not going to be able to do. In other words, people have already planned your funeral. People have already talked about you losing your job, losing your home, losing your marriage. But I'm telling you, a miracle, oh, my Jesus, a miracle is about to hit your house, your bank account, your your healing, your health, your children, your husband, your wife. A miracle is about to hit you for promotion. My God. A miracle. People have seen you paralyzed in life. When a person is paralyzed, they can't move. In certain parts of their body. Sometimes it's half of your body, sometimes it's all of your body. Some people have not been able to move. The movement has been stopped in your life. The attacks have been so strong that it took away your faith. But I hear the Lord saying that your faith is being restored. Miracle. Your heart is being strengthened. And what people have never seen you do before, you're going to be able to do it because of the miracle working power that God is going to put upon you. People recognized, people looked, people looked at this man, and they said, this has to be a miracle. They could not understand how this man was able to walk. People are not going to be able to understand how you were able to accumulate the amount of money that you're getting ready to accumulate when you were dead broke for years. You had nothing. How you have been sick for a long time, and now you are up walking around, and you have broke the curse by obeying the word of God and doing what God told you to do through your time of sickness. People, yeah, people. Amen. Praise God. I just, I, I hear the Lord saying, you know, this man was paralyzed. Um, there are some things that have people paralyzed. And so we have to begin to get to the source and the root of how to break what has paralyzed the people in this season. So that's why I see in the spirit that God is building up people that have been delivered in certain areas, people that have matured in certain areas, people that have great testimonies of what God has done in their life, and he is getting ready to use you to break the spirit of being paralyzed in this season. You see, this man had a spirit that was paralyzing him. And see, it kept him from getting the information that he needed to be healed. Um, you know, it's just like the woman that had the issue of blood. And it's just like the other woman that um, had uh, was bent over for a number of years. They all carried a certain spirit that was attached to fear and doubt and lack of knowledge. And so if you don't know, amen, praise God, how to get, amen, praise God, this spirit broken, you will continue to ask for things that keep you in a place of just getting by. Amen, praise God. This man did not know that when 
God is in your life, amen, praise God. He blesses you in season and out of season. You're blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Uh, you are empowered to do exploits in the kingdom of God. He was missing the information that would break the spirit that was upon him. He was kept from the knowledge of God and the understanding of who God was. So when you don't have knowledge and understanding of your situation, and that's why on our ministry team we are studying healing, we're studying how to be healed of certain sicknesses and diseases. We are studying how they occur and how they come about. And you have to begin to study these things. And so this man had gotten into a place where he was just laying there going through the motions. He thought that because of his wisdom and because he did not understand how to get out of the place, he kept asking for things that were feeding the curse. Amen. Praise God. We got to stop feeding the curse. We have to stop feeding poverty. We have to stop feeding sickness and begin to seek after what? Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. God, why am I in this place and why am I paralyzed? My God, I don't hear nobody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. Glory be to All God. All are unmuted. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. 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 I just needed to make sure. Amen. Praise God. Because I'm telling you, whatever hands you paralyzed, whatever hands you stuck, whatever hands you bound up, whatever hands you lying down, you should be standing up. God's getting ready to give you a revelation. I hear God saying that this is the season where you're going to get revelation and understand it because you're going to seek after it. You're going to run after it. You're going to chase after God in this season. You're not just going to lay there and watch people pass and you back going in and out of the kingdom, being blessed and coming out, amen, place God with information and walking and you laying down. Your position is not to lay down. Your position is to stand up. And so God is raising his people up that you stand up and that you be in the position of upright as you begin to show forth the kingdom of God, amen, is high and lifted up. Amen. Praise God. And not laid down. Amen. Glory to God. My God is able. I said my God is able today. Somebody's getting ready to be loosed from being powerful. The callers are unmuted. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Whoa, glory. All callers are muted. My God. People are not going to believe how your children are going to make a 360-degree turn around because they have encountered the truth of God's word. That's not only meeting their natural needs, but somebody has spoken into them the word of God. And instead of them getting a temporary fixes in their life, they're now getting the supernatural move of God upon their life because somebody, somebody's eyes were placed upon your sons and your daughters and they gave them what they needed and not what they wanted. Somebody Amen. Glory to God. As Peter's eyes were placed upon this man, as Peter saw this man, and Peter says, your time is up for laying down. Somebody right now is going to be able to be used in that very same way. You're going to look upon something or somebody, and you're going to say, time is up for you lying down. It is time for you to get up and get the things of God into your life that are needed to break your 
break the system and the situation of you laying down. You have been in that place and seen what you've been seeing for too long. It is time for you to get up and I offer you Jesus today. Miracle power of God begins to work now. Somebody's husband has been in the place that they are in for so long. I need you to get up. I'm going to offer you today Jesus. In other words, when God puts your eyes upon somebody, he doesn't allow you to see temporary things. Because what God has, it comes to fix everything that's broken in their lives. That they will not return to the state that they were in. Oh, my goodness, Jesus, this is a powerful lesson. So the people recognize that this man has never been able to do. See, that's what a miracle is. It comes to fix and to overpower situations that man could not fix, that man had given up on, that man saw no way of restoring and repairing. When you get to that place in your life and somebody's saying, I'm right there. I'm right there. You're talking to me. I'm right there. I got situations in my life that have been there for years. And I, I don't see I don't see no way of fixing it. Glory to God. How many know that your situation has ears? Your situation has names. And you know the name of your situation. And your situation is going to hear the voice of God as this man heard the voice of God. People, and you have probably thought that it's impossible for your situation to get any better. So you're just laying there like this man, just begging for stuff just to make it from day to day. But I want you to know that nothing is impossible for God. I need to say that two more times for somebody. Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. Amen. Praise God. So here we are in the 11th verse. Very quickly, I have five minutes. They're at Solomon's porch. Amen. Praise God. It said that Solomon's porch was located on the east side of the temple the entry into the temple, just like the tabernacle, God's entry uh, way of coming into the tabernacle was on the east side. That was the place where you entered into the place of worship, amen, the, the east side of the temple, amen. And so people were standing all around, and Peter and John, amen, praise God, um, stopped and began to speak to a man. Uh, as I said, God is orchestrating and God is divinely ordering your steps. Don't be surprised where God stops you. Uh, in my live stream, you know, I was talking about how God was stopping me and turning me around and sending me in directions that I wasn't expected to go in. So don't miss your miracle by trying to go the way that you want to go but go the way that God is leading you. Um, 
in the 11th verse. That's why I left in the same faith in Jesus. Because the people thought that Peter and John had cured this man. Sometimes people take their eyes off of God and they begin to lift up man. And so because they did not know God, people that don't have a real relationship with God are going to always give glory to man. And so that's why things are happening the way that they are happening in the presence of unbelievers and people that their faith is not strong, people that are saved but they need elevation in their faith. Things are going to happen in their presence so that they know that it's not you but it's God. Amen? So Peter turned them back and Peter said, no, 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 you need to give God all the glory. Everything that I do, I give God the glory. I am nothing and I can do nothing without God. Every healing that takes place, every prayer shawl that I send out and I get a praise report that God healed through the impartation of that prayer shawl. I believe God. Amen. Praise God. And I'm just reflecting back on uh, the prayer shawls that have been released. And I have given out some prayer shawls right off of my back. Amen. Praise God. I've, I've taken them off of my neck and I've mailed them to people and put them in the hands of people. And they have laid hands on people and people are seeing miraculous healing now. Glory to God. The anointing, amen, is upon somebody. So Peter, Peter began to say in verses 13 through 15, he said, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, these, these are the words that he spoke. He said, these miracles, amen, excuse me, are happening because of the God that you know to be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen. They recognize God in that way of being the God of the forefathers. Amen. So um, he, Peter Peter said, this is the power that God had placed upon us when he left the face of this earth. He gave us the power. He left the power in our hands to carry on uh, the healing process in the name of Jesus. Amen. He, de- he did miracles when he was here, and now we're going to do miracles when he's gone. The disciples and the apostles walked in the authority to do miracles. Let me just speak this to you because I'm ending the broadcast now. You have the authority to do miracles. My God, somebody needs to lift their hands right now because I need to speak that to you two more times. You have the authority to do miracles. You have the authority to do miracles, so follow instructions. Um, God has given me the anointing to do miracles through my prayer shots and through impartations of my prayer cloths and uh, through the impartation of my prayer oil. Amen. Praise God. There's an impartation that he has put upon me to impart in the things that I place my hands upon. Amen. Praise God. So Peter, um, Peter began to tell the people that Jesus suffered so that we can have this anointing. He talked to the Roman soldiers because the Romans were the ones that crucified Jesus. 
They didn't even know who he was. So now here's Peter educating them on the one that they crucified. Amen. Praise God. They didn't know who, who walked before them. Uh, Peter said he died like a criminal. Amen. But he was innocent. You crucified an innocent man. And now he's still working through us. Amen. Glory to God. So he was just, he was telling them that they had crucified the Messiah, but they didn't realize it. Um, He suffered and he died for us on the cross. So in other words, Peter didn't put them down, but he took this very opportunity to witness to them and to let them know that this power that you are seeing is the power of the one that you nailed on the cross. He rose. He got up out of the grave. He returned back to glory, and he is now seated on the right-hand side of our Lord and Savior, of God, our, our God, and he released his power to continue to work through us. And so they knew that they had did a terrible thing at that time. They didn't have an excuse. But Peter wanted them to know that they, they now could be saved and all they had to do was repent. Glory to God. Repent means to be sorry. It means to tell God that you were sorry for what you did. So Peter said that they needed to repent of their sins. They needed to be forgiven, and God will wash away all of their sins. So this this miracle was not done just so that we could get a big name, but this miracle was done to bring them to Christ. Amen. Praise God, praise God. So what a powerful lesson, and that is um, the whole outcome of our lesson, faith in Jesus. A miracle was used to witness to somebody, and the very same ones that killed the Savior were the ones that began to receive salvation. So the miracles that you are about to do are going to be for those that have denied Christ, that they have faith in Jesus. They killed the Prince of Life, but God raised him back up again so that those very same ones that had persecuted him could have a way to be saved. Amen. So this is going to be a great season where um, God's going to bring you into a place of making somebody whole, somebody that thinks that what they're doing is right, but it's all wrong. That's going to allow you the wisdom to be able to speak to people and to give them what they need to be saved. Amen. Praise God. People need to be made whole and not just get temporary things in their lives that keep them coming back to the same sickness. That man laid there because he needed that spirit to be broken out of his life. And the only time people can come out of bad situations is that they get Jesus in their lives and have faith. Glory to God. 
So let us pray. Father, we thank you for your spoken word today. We thank you right now today, God, that you're going to work miracles in us, and these miracles are going to bring people to repentance and bring them to a place, God, where they accept you and where they allow you to begin to work in their lives and begin to break all afflictions in their life and break all diseases in their lives and bring them to a place, God, where they know you as their Lord and as their Savior. Father, because, Lord God, you are God and we're nothing without you, we want to first thank you for using us. We want to thank you for every gift that you're going to use in our lives, oh, God, that are going to bring us to the place, oh, God, that we're going to be able to see those that need you and to be able to offer them, Father God, Jesus, we thank you right now, God, that we're going to begin to break the spirit of rebelliousness, oh, God, and those, Father God, that have walked away from you, oh, God, and have turned their backs on you. Lead us, oh, God, to those places, oh, God, to those assignments, oh, God, that will cause us, oh, God, to break, Father God, those religious and routine things that people are doing, oh, God, that keeps them in places, oh, God, of not being free. We thank you today, oh, God, for how you're going to use us for your glory And it's because of your name, God, we're going to be able to have the faith, God, that is going to make us strong. We thank you, O God, that your word says, God, through faith, O God, in your name, that people are going to be strong, O God. We thank you today, O God, that you're giving us the faith, O God, to perfect some things, O God, in the lives of people, O God, that have been down for years. O God, we pray today, O God, that miracles will begin to flow in our lives, O God, and in our families, O God. We thank you that miracles, O oh God, will be seen throughout this entire universe today, O oh God. We pray, God, that as you lead us today, O oh God, put us up on, put our eyes up on situations, O oh God, that we, Father God, will be able to be used in, O oh God, that miracles will take place, O oh God. We ask you, Lord God, to use us for your glory today, O oh God, and we thank you, Lord God, for your presence on today in our lives. And we give you all the praise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray. Amen, amen, and praise God. What a powerful lesson today. Amen. Coming from the book of Acts, amen, the third chapter, verses 11 through 21. Amen, praise God. I thank you for joining us here today at the Message of Christ Church. Amen, praise God. We want to go ahead and give some announcements, so please stay on the line. Amen, praise God. We first want to invite you to come back and join us. Come back and join us here on the broadcast Monday through Friday. Amen. We are here at 6 o'clock a.m. Amen. Praise God every Monday through Friday. Amen. On our mega prayer. Amen. We're also here every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. for our Miracle Monday. Amen. Come back and join us every Monday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. And also every Monday at um, 8 o'clock a.m. We are right here on the broadcast. Amen. Praise God. And those of you that are looking for a church home, those of you that are looking to be used more, amen, maybe you have a church home and maybe you're looking to be used more in ministry, amen, praise God, we invite you to join our ministry, our outreach ministry. We are an outreach, we travel, we do um, outreach ministry, and you can join our ministry wherever you are on the face of this earth, amen, praise God. We will train you and teach you, amen, how to go out and start a ministry, And if you're not looking to start ministry, we will simply teach you how to be developed and mature in Christ. So if you're just looking to uh, grow more in Christ, we ask you to join our uh, outreach ministry and the teachings that we have here at our ministry will help you to understand your gifts and your callings. And so if you're looking, amen, praise God, to be used more 
amen, praise God, and to understand, amen, praise God, uh, the spoken truth of God's word and, and to walk in Christian development, amen, praise God, and be empowered in this season. We ask you to give us a call or text us or email us, and we will get back to you and give you instructions on how you can join our ministry team, amen, praise God, to get uh, more faith in your life and to elevate your faith. We're at 773-609-2071, amen, praise God. And um, that is our office number, amen, praise God. And we ask you to um, call us, amen, praise God, or email us, amen, praise God, and we will definitely, amen, praise God, talk with you, amen, praise God, about how, amen, praise God, you can become a part of the Message of Christ Church. You can also become a member if you don't have a church home, amen, praise God, and you would like to become a part of, Amen, praise God, of our ministry. Amen, praise God. We invite you, amen, praise God, to join us. Amen, praise God, here at the Message of Christ Church. Amen, praise God. Um, also, we want to invite you to join us, amen, praise God, on our fellowships time. Amen, praise God. I'm sorry, I am trying to. Amen. Praise God. Um, Join us here. Amen. On our broadcast. Amen. We would like for you to fellowship with us. Amen. Come out to our regular scheduled fellowship times here at the Message of Christ Church. We have two locations that you can join us at. If you would like to fellowship with us, if you would like to attend our regular scheduled outings, uh, fellowship times, our main uh, service with the Message of Christ Church is every uh, third Saturday. Our fellowship times are um, on Saturdays. Amen. Praise God. If you would like to join us, amen. Praise God in our fellowship times. Amen. Praise God. You can join us. Amen. Praise God. Every, amen. Praise God. Uh, third and fourth Saturday. Amen. Praise God. Uh, if you would like to um get more information on our fellowship dates and times, you can uh, go to our website, soviestaplesministries.com or messageofchrist.net, or you can call us or text us at 773-609-2071. Our uh, services for the third Saturday are in the city of Chicago. Amen. Praise God. And um, if you would like to join us on the third Saturday, we will be at 5724 West North Avenue. And that's at the Austin Library at 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. On the fourth Saturday, we're in Des Plaines. Amen. And you can call us for the address, and the time will be 3 o'clock p.m. on the fourth Saturday. So this information uh, I'm going to put on our website. So if it's not there, you can always text us or call us, and we'll give you the information to join our ministry in our fellowship times. Amen. Praise God. We're asking you to sow a seed. Don't forget your $10 seed before the end of the month. So your $10 seed, attach it to your regular offering, your regular tithes and offerings that you send to our ministry. Uh, we ask that you sow also a $10 seed and add on to what you are doing. Amen. Praise God. I'm looking forward to you joining our ministry. Amen. Praise God. Become a part of the Message of Christ um, ministry, outreach ministry. Amen. Praise God. Under the leadership of myself, Sylvia Staples. 
Amen. I would love to speak with you and talk with you and to get you started with our team. We have an awesome, wonderful team that we meet on a regular basis, and we would like to uh, have you join the team. Amen. Praise God. Join the ministry. Amen. Praise God. We have an awesome ministry. Amen. So God bless you. We look forward to you sowing your seed. You can go to PayPal. It's right on the uh, website. Go to the PayPal, sow your seed, or you can mail your seed in. And if you're looking to get purchased um, uh, CDs from our ministry, and then you can go to the website and make that donation. If you're seeking counseling, you can go to the do- uh, the website and make your donation under our PayPal. Amen. Praise God. And we will talk to you. Amen. With further instructions. Amen. Order your prayer shawls. Order your prayer shawls. Amen. Praise God. Order your prayer banners. Order your prayer pillows. Amen. Order your prayer coasters. Those prayer coasters are absolutely beautiful. Amen. Order your prayer coasters. If you're coming out to our fellowship time, I can deliver your prayer coasters to you. I can deliver your prayer shawl to you, but order it now so that I can have it ready for the third or the fourth Saturday. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. These prayer coasters are powerful to have in your home. Amen. Especially during this season of holidays that people are celebrating holidays and they have guests and people over. You can bring out your scripture coasters or or whatever you want to put on your coasters and put them on the table and they will be awesome at this time of the year. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Listen, God bless you, and thank you so much for joining us here at the Message of Christ Church. At this time, our broadcast is now over. Join us in the morning at 6 a.m. Spread the word. Share the broadcast. Amen. And I look forward to even hearing your comments about the broadcast. If you have any comments or questions, if you were blessed or you have anything that you want to send to us about, amen, the lessons that we are doing, you can text us or call us or email us message of Christ at yahoo.com or call us at 773-609-2071. God bless you. Amen. Praise God and be blessed. God bless you. And at this time, our broadcast is now over. God bless you and goodbye. To stop conference recording, press 1. Your conference recording has stopped.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.